Welcome back to Burbs the Word. I'm your host, Cassandra Henwood, and we have an incredible and multi-talented guest with us here today. His name is Michael Turrentine, and he is a professional actor, singer, dancer, and he also hosts his very own podcast called How's Your Heart, which has been garnishing some pretty amazing reviews all across the board. So I am thrilled to welcome Michael Turrentine to the show. What's up, Michael? Okay, let's just like not joke. Like that was <laughs> that introduction was too much. That like <laughs> right after hey hey hey, I was like, wow, I am an unprofessional little queen, and I deserve <laughs> not to be on this show. <laughs> okay, like, first, wow. Second, and, I mean, I I may have wrote down some notes. You know, I try to I try to keep it keep it cool over here. Like, well, you're cooler than me and you're cooler than everyone else and we have all know it. We all know it. Whoever's listening, you know it. <laughs> How are you doing this fine day, Michael? Child, I am good. I went on a walk. I went to get some groceries. Yes, indeed. I picked up some whiskey for this Friday afternoon. <laughs> oh, what kind and of what I, kind of Good. Oh, oh God! Don't judge me. It was really cheap. It was uh, Sam Sam Adams. <laughs> what was it? Samuel something. Samuel something. <laughs> it was like twenty. <laughs> it was twenty four dollars. It's like you know, it's it does the job. I make whiskey gingers, and it just you know, oh, living my best life. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really great, actually. I'm a big makers fan, so anyone oh, who wants to talk about makers. whiskey, yeah, me too. But I have not tried the Sam. I'll have to try that. Wait, have you ha- had Basil Hayden? No. Okay, that is my favorite bourbon. You need it in your life right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Definitely duly noted. So, so Michael, I want to thank you again for being on the show today. Um, I am just curious, and I'm sure our listeners are curious as well. Uh, we just kind of want to know a little bit more about your background. So tell us a little bit about how you got started with your podcast, How's Your Heart? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, I kind of fell into the podcasting world because I like saw a, no, actually I was um, at a, like a um, performance back before COVID times when we could gather um, for like horror radio plays. And I was a part of one of the radio plays. And then uh, one of this person came up to me and they handed me this piece of paper with their email on it. And they were like, Hey, we want you, to, we, we heard your voice. We want you to uh, audition for this. Um, and then cut to this audition. I got this role on unwell uh, Midwestern Gothic uh, story, a Midwestern Gothic tale. And um, the producers of that came up to me and they were like, Hey, so we love you. And we were curious if you wanted to host a podcast. And I was like, I mean, talking into a microphone uh, for hours. Absolutely. (laughs) So so they were like, Hey, what would you want to talk about? And I had this idea um, about, it was just kind of putting um, POC and queer voices to the front of the line. And we kind of just talk about, I like invite all my friends on and we talk about everything we talk about love sex dating we talk about like career we talk about gossip and it's just uh it's like a kiki um you know what a kiki is right (laughs) i do thank you (laughs) if you want to kiki it (laughs) explain 
everyone else, what is a kiki? Kiki is a party for calming all your nerves. <laughs> uh, so for those of you who didn't know, now you know. <laughs> but honestly, like I, people, the reviews have been great. People tend to talk about it and they're like, it's it's like you're invited into like mimosas with friends and um, and listening to these voices that are just fun. I've been uh, lucky enough to have amazing guests on uh, from the theater community, from the podcast podcasting community, um, and then just friends. And they're all just so hilarious, one. And two, just so like active. They're activists. They're um, with it. They're uh, speaking in their mind, which that is like one of the selling points with, of the podcast. It's just like, we're unapologetic and it's going to be a fun time. So get ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you were approached by people to do this podcast then. Okay. Cause I actually was under the impression that this is something you kind of created on your own. So um, what does your team look like for your podcast? Do you have like producers? Do you have like engineers? Like, how does that look? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like I kind of cheated because they, we're like, yes, we have all these resources. You just talk about what you want to talk about. And I said, y'all are giving me way too much power. Y'all have created a monster. <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, and basically the two producers uh, of Audacious Machine Creative, which are the people who created Unwell and How's Your Heart, um, are uh, their names are Jeffrey Niels Gardner and Eleanor Hyde. And Jeffrey is a non-binary uh, like podcast sound engineer galore they're like just so amazing and then Eleanor is like the producer on the producer side and she is one of the smartest people I've ever met in my life um so I kind of just would go into meetings with them and they would handle like logistics and I'd be like what if we talked about this on an episode also I just want to call out my mom in this episode also I just want to make people laugh it's just like (laughs) the funnest room ever (laughs) that's so cool and I think you know, you're right. Like, I don't think that happens very often that somebody is approached and suddenly given like a platform to do something that they're inspired by or something that they're passionate about. So right, right place, right time, Michael. That's amazing. Oh, thank you. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. So, so on your show. Okay. So I obviously am a a big, big fan of your show (laughs) and I've, I've listened to as many episodes as I could. I haven't listened to all of them yet, but just about (laughs) and so one thing on your show um one thing I do admire is that you are you're very transparent about your Mm -hmm. own sexuality your views on relationships um your day-to-day life in general as a single queer black man and I'm very curious as to what kind of responses have you gotten from being this transparent Oh my God. It's so great. Honestly, it's so funny because I have always been an open book and this is just a new form of being an open book. And, uh, <laughs> and it feels like a lot of the responses that I get are from people who identify similar, similarly to me in that they're kind of inspired to uh, live their best life at, with their full selves. Um, and some of the questions that we get, we also answer questions like with advice on relationships or dating or life in general. And some of the questions that we've gotten are things like, hey, I'm a black queer man who lives in Chicago. Um, and I wonder, like, do you have any advice on like navigating, uh, like the queer dating life? Again, this is back before COVID. And we were just like, oh my God, let's talk about it, sweetie. And it's just like a lot of, uh, people realizing that they can, fully be honest with the questions that they actually have uh, Mm. because it's a lot of stuff that we don't necessarily talk about in the open sex. Like 
<laughs> that is like uh, a such a nuanced uh, conversation for a lot of people, and mm-hmm. it has not been too nuanced for me because that's also part of my job. I mean, like I am an actor, but I also <laughs> I teach sexual assault prevention to the military and the uh, to colleges. So that oh. is just <laughs> yeah, this part. Of- and I'm like, oh wait, there are people who don't necessarily talk about this constantly. So let's do it. Let's just introduce this to the world. Um, and honestly, responses have been great. I've gotten responses from people who are actually um, not queer and um, not POC. Uh, and oh my gosh, or into a world that I, one, didn't realize I needed. And two, like, it makes me understand this world more and more. Um, it like helps allies be better allies and helps people be better people, you know? Absolutely. And I think I agree with you 100%. Like it's it's a platform that I don't think, even though obviously I think it should be, but I don't think it's as spoken about and as people are not as open about these things as, as maybe they should be. And mm-hmm. I think listening, and for those of you who are listening to this show, please make sure you're, you're listening to Michael's show as well, because it is so open and it's so comfortable. And you guys just discuss these topics that I think are incredibly important and coming from people that are in this and, and mm-hmm. have, you know, have the experience, have the, the knowledge to speak about these things. So absolutely. now and like, not to, not to mention it, they're hilarious. They're just, it's funny. It's funny. <laughs> they it's are. Really funny. <laughs> it is funny. And you, you know, you guys come from an angle where it's not like so serious and it's all, it's relatable to like, I think a lot of different people, but it's really funny. Like it's coming from a hilarious angle, which I think that just is always going to be more fun to listen to in general. <laughs> um, so I didn't know about your teaching background and everything yeah. on that, but you know, on top of that, like, I know you have this podcast. Um, and again, you guys, it's hilarious. It's relatable. Make sure you check it out. But on top of all that, you're also you're a singer, you're an actor, and you recently just won a Jeff Award. I did. I did. <laughs> please, please tell us more about that. <laughs> it's so funny because I'm like horrible at like writing bios for myself because I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk about me. But I mean, let's talk <laughs> about me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> please. <laughs> That's why you're here. <laughs> yes, you know, I forgot. I guess the subject is me. <laughs> No. Um, yeah, I just, I won with Jeff, uh, I think, oh God, what was it, two months ago or last month um, for my roles uh, in Malima's Tale uh, by Lynn Nottage. And I, wait, Lynn Nottage? Oh, yeah, Lynn Nottage. Sorry, I, I think I'm <laughs> blanking. Sorry. Um, and it was wild because we were doing the show and it was right when, like back in March, and the show had to close about two and a half weeks early because all the theater shut down. Yes. Um, so like cut to like a month and a half later, I get an email saying, oh, you're nominated for a Jeff for your roles in this play that had to, go- to cancel early. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then we watched the awards online and the like they uh, had the the uh supporting role um awards announced and i was one of the winners and i was like okay what is happening i don't okay (laughs) thank you wow would you mind telling because i don't know if everyone who's listening knows what a jeff award is would you mind just kind of explaining what that is because by the way what an honor it's an honor so if you don't mind would you mind just letting us know what that is 
<laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. A lot of people describe it as like the Tonys of the of Chicago. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and it's basically uh, the Joseph Jefferson Awards that are an appreciation for uh, the theater around Chicago. So like they review tons, tons of shows, and there are non-equity Jeffs and equity Jeffs. I want a non-equity Jeff um, for this role, and it is wild. It's like it's really like I'm not a huge uh, like awards person when it comes to like theater or acting because i'm like who like it's not a competition um but it's like it's just really really validating to know that you're actually kind of good at what you hope to be good at so you're just like oh okay great i'm i i guess some people enjoy what i'm doing and that's really really flattering honestly that's a good word <laughs> well it's it's an honor so congratulations i think that's absolutely incredible and obviously well deserved um, so how has being involved in the performing arts? So now would you say, are you actor, singer, dancer? Are you just actor, singer? How would you kind of identify? Oh, I'm all three, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Triple threat. <laughs> so how has being involved in the performing arts, how has that helped you with your platform as a podcast host? Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's, it's one great because <laughs> speaking voice on point diction mm -hmm. to a T I can tell you I have that training as well I hear you I hear your voice you're amazing um, <laughs> um but I honestly it's just like it it has helped because when you are as you know when you're like suddenly in a room with yourself and a microphone you're like okay like the microphone kind of acts like the you know how people talk about uh, cameras on like film sets as this like big eye that's just watching you. <laughs> I feel like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I feel like microphones just have that same um, like tendency or feeling sometimes where it's like, well, this microphone is literally listening to everything I'm saying. What if I say something stupid? Oh no. Ah. And like, I feel like my, my performance background has uh, helped me prepare for this stuff because I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, you know, I've, told a lot of stories and now I'm actually really good at talking to people um, from many different backgrounds. So I think that's how it's prepared me to do this and host podcasts and talk to people and get to know them in a deeper realm. That's a, that's a really good point. So I I'm curious with, with COVID. So <laughs> your, your episodes, have you guys been recording um, in a studio or have you guys been doing it remote? Oh, well, almost Actually, all of the episodes that have been released were recorded prior to COVID. Um, oh, and okay. yeah, yeah, so currently we're on break figuring out uh, more recording remotely because we're going to do what you're doing right now, um, which you're a genius. You're doing it. You're doing it. You. You're <laughs> See, I'm just, I'm just ahead of the curve. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like the next plan is to record from home, um, record from uh, different places where people can just feel safe and comfortable. Um, I have a, like a little setup in my home. Uh, and it's, it's great. I'm excited. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. And I think everyone right now, anyone who has any sort of platform is trying to figure out how to <laughs> conduct it remotely, you know? So, okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. Um, <laughs> definitely looking forward to some new episodes. Oh, they're going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I will be honest, the theme of your podcast, um, definitely hits close to me 
hits home for me just because yeah. I too am single. Yeah. Um, and charting through those, you know, muddy waters of modern dating in general. I think Baby. any single person can relate. <laughs> um, so I think um unfortunately the ubiquitous answer when singles are asked about modern dating is that you know, it kind of sucks <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> so, so, okay. So that's kind of where I'm, my question's leading is like, since I feel like you actually come from a very positive angle when it mm-hmm. comes to being single in the modern world. So what would you say your take, your overall take on being single in modern America? What is your take Ooh. on it? Oh, that is a grand question. I love <laughs> so much. Yes, to my single babies out there. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's a wild world right now. It's, um, I, it, it, it's like a perfect time, obviously, to like, figure out yourself, which is a, a lot of people, I hate, I honestly don't like it when people automatically jump to that. They're like, this is the time to like, make sure who you are. And I'm like, okay, most people have been living with themselves for a long time. So like, I think they ha- had a handle on themselves. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but what I mean is like figuring out what exactly you want, right? Because like even with COVID, I've discovered so many new aspects of myself where I'm like, oh, okay, well, I I know now more so what I am looking for and what I deserve. Um, and with modern dating, especially in these times, it's just like navigating what makes you feel comfortable uh, physically, obviously, like social distancing, but also um, what other people, how other people m- make you feel, right? Um, and it's hard. It really is really, really, really hard, y'all. <laughs> Especially when it's like not socially acceptable to touch someone right now. My love language is touch. So I'm just like, okay, y'all, I feel you. Um, it's just discovering for yourselves what you need in this moment um, when navigating the dating world. Because it's coming. I, like it is coming. It it feels like I'm sorry. I feel like I'm preaching now. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like it, like it really does feel like, uh, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, it feels like very dreary because you're like, when is it all going to end? And when will I find the love of my life? Who will rescue me from this aching pandemic? <laughs> <laughs> Write that down. That needs to be a monologue. <laughs> Michael steps on stage alone and begins. (laughs) But yeah, it's just like, honestly, it's just finding things that'll make you, like, that'll take care of your heart right now um, while also navigating um, and trying to look for that person. Because sometimes we get too caught up in, like, looking for the person that we forget about, like, taking care of our hearts at the same time. You know what I mean? Oh, (laughs) that's such a good point. Yeah, I do know. Because I feel like that's me. You know, I feel like I'm always so like, oh my God, where, where's my man? You know, where is he? I'm always like so paranoid about it. So freaking out about it. And like, you're right. Like, I think everyone who's single needs to kind of take your advice and just like, you know, <laughs> take care of yourself first and then yeah. the fall in the place, you know? Absolutely. I love that. They come in. They come in, y'all. They really is. They can- remember, <laughs> you got you to be there too. You have to take care of yourself to meet them, you know? <laughs> Amen. No, you're not wrong. I love that. So, okay. So I love this. What what do you want your listeners to take away from listening to your show? I mean, like, you know, you were saying like, oh, I'm preaching. Is that, you know, <laughs> but I feel like in a way, maybe, you know, is that kind of how you want to talk to the single people that are listening or the attached people that are listening? You know, I'm sure yeah. there's, 
it's probably not just single people that are listening to your podcast. So what message is it that you want your listeners to have when they listen to How's Your Heart? Oh my God, you're so good at questions. You're amazing. Oh my God. <laughs> wow, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, I like, it's so funny because I'm like, I'm not, I, I do often talk about singleness, but I'm obviously not just talking to single people because I know plenty of married people who listen to the podcast and they're like, oh my gosh, this is for like people who are married, people who are single, people who are not sure right now. And I'm like, yeah. It's, it's true. Like, <laughs> it's multifaceted. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the main thing that I would like folks to take away from it is like this positive vibe of no matter where you are in yourself. Yeah, I talk about dating a bunch, but no matter where you are in yourself, like all of your feelings are valid and you should like, like wholeheartedly follow those, those, um, what is the word? What's the word? Those, uh, your, your own vibes, follow your own vibes because they are so real and valid and listen to yourself listen to yourself babies because, <laughs> because you are right honestly you're right that sounds so weird and vague but you are right <laughs> yeah no I, I think I know exactly what you're saying like I think um I think it is kind of a, a visceral thing for us to be intuitive about what we need as yeah. far as you know what I mean as far as what we need in other people or or people that we trust. And I like what you said about follow your vibes, because, you know, I think a lot of people you'll get into a situation and you, you'll kind of like self-sabotage yourself and say like, Oh, you know, what? I'm overreacting or I need to give this person a chance or whatever mm-hmm. angle you're coming from. And I think you're right. Like, I think that <laughs> you, like, like you said, like you are right, yeah. <laughs> whatever you're feeling, it's right. And just, we had to be better about just trusting our intuitions when it comes to dating. And when it comes to just, building relationships in general I think you just got to trust your intuition I love that oh my god yes (laughs) (laughs) well we're on the same page with that for sure (laughs) all right Michael so we're getting to about the last five minutes of our session here so um Um, I have a very newly implemented portion of my show Um, it's it's called (laughs) you're the first one so you're the first one who's gonna go through this so you're my guinea pig I'm so excited (laughs) so this is called getting to know you um so this is where I'm gonna ask guests five questions that are directly related to their field or their industry so Mm -hmm. in your case we're gonna say that your niche okay is gonna be modern dating since that's what we've kind of been discussing so I'm gonna ask you five questions about your own dating life to share with our listeners oh go to the world (laughs) all right you ready oh i'm so scared (laughs) no oh no don't be scared it'll be fun no i'm so ready first question no i'm just kidding (laughs) all right michael so first question what is the best date you've ever been taken on oh oh i love that question okay uh what was it what was it let's see my the best date i went on was an all-day date and we went, we started at a cider bar and we stayed there for about three hours and ended up playing a game, uh, <laughs> a game, like testing each other on like, who's like, what is your favorite Pixar film? What's your favorite Disney film? And it was a blast. And then we walked and we walked in a, to a baseball field and then we made out in that baseball field. <laughs> and then we walked to the oh. lake <laughs> and then sat next to the lake. This was a first date by you. Um, so yeah. 
That's so romantic. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a really good one. Right. I felt so seen. <laughs> <laughs> well, bless that person's little heart, wherever they are today. <laughs> It's like my long lost husband out to sea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe those stars on the line. Who knows? <laughs> so number two, are okay. You actually mentioned this earlier, um, maybe a few minutes ago. You were talking about love languages. Yes. So first and foremost, can you name off five? And second, what is yours? Oh, Which absolutely. I think you already said. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Physical touch. Um, words of affirmation. Gifts uh uh oh what's the word uh, what's the word um the uh, oh god it's like uh being good being good around the like environment what is that what, what is it called <laughs> oh gosh so, oh, timer. Timer. <laughs> oh yeah acts of service and i'm forgetting one words of affirmation gifts acts of service uh physical touch and uh uh oh god why am i blanking because i know this i know this oh no <laughs> Well, I'll look it up. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot the four. I forgot the fifth one. I am a horrible person. No one listened to me. No one listened to my words. <laughs> well, remind us what is yours? What's your um? What's your love language? Oh, absolutely, physical touch. Like I love. I'm a hugger, and I. It's like how I uh, read people and how I express my love. And I'm just like, I'll hug someone and be like, oh my gosh, wow, your hug's a little, uh, like you, have you had a bad day? Are you okay? <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm the same way. Wait, okay. So you said words, oh, did you say quality time? Quality time. That, that, that's the fifth one. So there it's it words is. of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. I'm a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Michael, no worries. <laughs> But for everyone listening, um, I would definitely recommend take the quiz, the five love languages, because yes. I think you had to know which one's yours, because Absolutely. that's the only way to navigate this crazy dating world. <laughs> yes. All right. So we said, what's the best date? What's the worst date you've ever been on? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. I remember. I think I talked about this on my podcast. I like... I was approached by a man in a bar and he bought me a drink, which is like smooth and like the, the way to get to my heart, I guess. Um, and then he was like, hey, can I take you out next week? And I went on this date to a bar and I got there and he turned out to be the manager of the bar. And uh, he also turned out to be the worst person in the world. <laughs> he like or he like ordered scallops and he was like, those are too small. Send them back. And I was like, wait, no, I'll. I'll eat them. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, so, <laughs> like, eh. like, no, 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 no. So the rest of the date was me ordering old fashions of which I knew he was going to pay for. And uh, me um, trying to investigate why he was such a bad person. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> okay. And also like, he's, he's the owner of the bar. So like he was drinking for free too, I guess. Exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, drinks on the house. Like darn wow. you! What a what a Casanova! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, number four. What are your must-haves and non-negotiables when committing to a relationship? Oh, okay. Must-haves. Uh, I must have someone who has a sense of humor, and when I say say that, they can either be funny themselves or laugh at my jokes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whichever comes first absolutely oh my gosh 
Um, I also have this conversation with a really good friend of mine, Lane. Um, I always, I kind of see myself with someone who is like, cause I'm, I'm obviously like a wild flamboyant soul. Um, and I like see myself at like a house party <laughs> and like he's over in the corner and he's probably like chill. He doesn't need to, he doesn't need to be like really charismatic or anything. He's just like really comfortable in his skin, just watching me have fun. And then he'll come over and say, and this or something like that. Just someone who's like way more grounded. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer, actually. <laughs> you gotta have that balance, you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number five. So this is the last one. Uh, what are your top three favorite features on a man? Oh, smile eyes and ooh i would say oh oh god oh that's so good i don't know that's so good i'd probably say like shoulders <laughs> that's a weird one that's a really weird one okay no it's not like nice built shoulders like that's right. sexy i'm here for that you know, if i could hug you and like paint a canvas on your back and like oh wow oh my god that's kind of great <laughs> All right, Michael, I got to tell you, I have not laughed this hard in one of my interviews yet. So thank you so much for that. You are absolutely hilarious. Thank you so much for coming on our show today. Um, I am absolutely certain you're going to find the man of your dreams someday soon, boo. Like it's going to happen. <laughs> right back at you, boo. Oh, my God. <laughs> and for those of you listening, please make sure to listen to Michael's podcast, How's Your Heart, wherever you listen to podcasts. I am Cassandra Henwood. This is Burbs the Word, and we will see you all next time. Thank you.